0: We. Are. I. Good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday, January 11th. Now, I was watching CNN yesterday, and there was this clip where the reporter asked his guest, you know, do you think that the media is out of touch with the general public in regards to COVID-19? You know, and this guest, you know, didn't want to fully admit it right at the beginning, but then did say it, you know, after the first few sentences out of his mouth saying that, you know, he has traveled across the country and realizes that the media is completely out of touch with what most people are doing in their everyday lives. You know, people aren't living in fear. You know, people, you know, are deciding not to wear masks. People are not wanting to get their booster shots. People, you know, are just, they want to get back to normal. They don't want mandates. They don't want um, lockdowns. They don't want any of these things. Which is interesting. Because for one, you know, a lot of these major news outlets never would report on any of these things up until about the last three months. There's been a big shift on what they're willing to report and how many of those reports are starting to come out. Like daily, there's another doctor or scientist or immunologist or epidemiologist or just reporters talking amongst themselves about how there's this different narrative going on. And this narrative is in regards to the general public. So I started thinking, I'm like, does the media have an absolute obligation to be able to represent The voice of the masses. You Like, yes, they can and should report the news. But this is, again, a classic example of where we get that they're not reporting both sides. Do you remember the days when reporters would go out and just talk to the general public? Stop somebody on the street and say, hey, what do you think of this? Like, don't you think that should be something that's done daily, especially in our cities, where a reporter just goes out and says, What's the pulse today? Or maybe just once a week. You know, maybe like every Wednesday, a reporter goes out and, you know, talks to 50 people and just says, You know, like, what do you think about all this? Goes to a different part of the city, a different city, especially in like Metro Vancouver. There's so much opportunity for mobility in different municipalities. And just say, Tell me what you think and report that report both sides. Not even the science and not even, you know, the the opinion of officials and elected leaders and, you know, um, scientists and doctors, but just everyday people. Like, what do you think? Like, What do you think we should be doing? And not just find the group of people that you know are going to keep promoting the narrative that you want to hear, but do actual journalism. Like make your job a little bit harder on yourself to report how people actually feel. Like what is actually happening? You know, for all of us who are tired of it, like that is news. That is real news because the thing is, is the number one perspective that I've heard from people who are quote unquote unvaccinated or air quotes anti-vaxxers is that you feel alone, that you don't think there's anybody else out there. Let me tell you what, there is, there's a ton. It's just hard for all those people to collectively come together in one spot. Not everybody has Facebook. Not everybody knows about the Facebook pages. The problem is that there's more than one Facebook page. Not everybody knows about Instagram. Not everybody knows about this influencer. Not everybody knows where to go on Twitter. You know, people are scared to talk, but are they were scared to talk? About. So how do you find the people who are like-minded if you're scared to even... Admit this is how you feel, which is terrible in a country like Canada. But like this, this is the problem. This is the problem where, where we have got today. We've lost the ability to be able to have an open mind. We've lost the ability to be able to offer free choice to another human being. We have lost the ability to be able to debate Like, I know when I was in school, like, I'm only 38. And when I was in school, being a part of a debate team was like the geeky, nerdy thing that you knew that people were probably going to be successful in life did. But now there's not. Like, could you uh, imagine a debate team now? How could you properly debate things like this if there's not even a debate that's willing to be able to have at a public level? Amongst adults, how are kids supposed to be able to look up and say, this is something that I can do? This is something that can be done in a healthy way. Debate is real and should be had, especially in a country like Canada. This is why Canada was constructed in the first place. This is why our constitution was constructed in the first place, is the ability to be able to have free debate over topics that might be contentious. That you can have a voice, even if it's an opposing voice. Like this is real. But we're not even offering that opportunity. People just want to get angry and shut people down. It's like, no, like the frustration of what people who are air quote anti-vaxxers feel is just like, hey, like, like get your head out of the sand and just willing to be able to see, willing to be able to hear. We don't need to debate this, but just listen to all the voices that are telling you that there may be another narrative, but that is coming. That is coming when you realize that the media is so out of touch, they can probably fully admit that if the media knows that it's getting out of touch with the general public, that the government definitely is. When is the government ever in step with people? It never is. It never has been. Government never will be in step with people. So why do we think that it is now? Why do you get force-fed this information from elected officials that you know, you feel in your heart, in your soul, in your gut is wrong? Why do you keep buying into a system that you know violates a part of who you are? Because a carrot has been dangled in front of you that you can't or you will not allow to be able to do certain things unless you don't. No, that's why. Because when you are a sheep-sheep follow, they get herded. They get put in pens. We need people. We need more people like what they are now. There's more doctors and scientists now that are willing to stick their necks out and say, I have been telling people this For two years. We're finally at a place now where there's a strain of this, where everybody can happily live on with their lives. Why is the government still trying to lock people down? Somebody posted on Twitter yesterday that Australia is at a 95% vaccination rate or something extremely close to. Now, whether that means two jabs or three, I have no idea. But simply to the fact that it is one of the most vaccinated countries in all of the world and they're still living in lockdowns still wearing face masks like think about that for a second that should tell you that there is no end to this Israel the same way even though that they are one of the world leaders for producing information that just getting COVID is going to be better than any vaccine that you can get long term They've been promoting this. They've put that out. they put those papers out. They're one of the most vaccinated countries on the planet for three doses. And what are they? Still masks, still lockdowns, still this, still that. Doesn't this tell you something? Doesn't it tell you that there's no country that is just widely left lockdowns and masks in all these mandates, because they've got to a certain point of a vaccination rate. I said this yesterday on my Instagram stories that, do you remember that when we were trying to get to 70% vaccination rate and Dr. Bonnie Henry came on the news and said, yes, we've technically got over 70%, but we didn't want to ease the restrictions because we wanted to give a two week buffer to make sure that we were actually over 70% and we could then kind of quote unquote, get back to normal. Enter stage three and stage four of reopening. Now we're over eighty percent and people have now got three which wasn't even a topic of conversation back then was not even in people's sightline to say that you need three of these jabs. Now you have the population of over 80 percent 82 percent of people have had two. And we don't even hear about those goalposts anymore. 70%, 80% vaccinated, 85%. Like we don't hear. they don't even talk about them anymore. They push to be able to get to that point saying that we will give you this back. If you get us here, we got you there and nothing got given back. And now you want to go on and say that you're looking for ways to be able to mandate vaccines for dentists, physiotherapists, massage therapists, and alike. But you're trying to work with the colleges to figure out how to be able to properly maintain that. And that you can trust the data that's coming in for the people who are vaccinated versus who aren't. So what are you doing now? Are you going to fire those people? Are you going to take their licenses to practice away? Like, what is wrong with you? It's, again, something I read on Twitter a couple days ago. Saying if we were in a real pandemic that was this bad. Why would you still be letting people travel freely internationally and be firing doctors and nurses and then bringing doctors and nurses back who have COVID-19 into hospital amongst pa- sick patients? You want to bring those people back? Like the logic just is absolutely insane. But this goes back to me not breaking my own rule. You cannot bring logic to illogical decisions. You can't. You can't reason with unreasonable people. You can't. Like, these are things that just cannot be done. And this is where we're at. The tide is turning, yes. But you see how the government just doesn't want to release that control. Let go of the control. Let people be people. Let our country be free. Free Canada, free BC, free the people. We are in Canada. We deserve this. Canadians deserve this. The entire world deserves this. We are not your puppet. We are not a puppet.